justice, then you come to the right place. Hooray, Susanna, for the two lines. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Today, mm-hmm. I am talking about Dr. Revenge. Jesus. Not Dr. Revenge, Jesus. Uh-huh. That's just the whole title, like Dr. Dr. Revenge. Seuss. Yeah, like Dr. Seuss. You know Dr. Seuss was diagnosed with um, Alzheimer's? I didn't even know Dr. Seuss was real. Yes. I thought it was a uh, fictional no, it character. Oh, <laughs> it was no, it was the other one. Robert Munch, Munchkin. Munch, Munch. Ah, he has a lot of kid books. I don't know who you're talking about, Susanna. What are you talking about, Kasi? I'm talking about Mexico, 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 Mexico. Mexico. Susanna, what's the name of your case? Is it just Mexico? Armados hasta los dientes. I can't spell that. There you go. So that's why you have the Spanish. So the name is it's just gonna be called no, Mexico. It's called, no, it's called Arm to the Teeth. Arm to the Teeth. Yes. But in Spanish it's what? Armados hasta los dientes. Alright. Sure. Okay. So you have your, your teeth case. Yes. And I'm talking about Doctor Revenge. Yes. Dr. Revenge. Mm-hmm. Do we need cupcakes for this? No, no, no. I okay. don't think, because of the kind of cases we've come across in the last however long we've been doing this, I can say I do not think this is a cupcakeable case. I mean, it's upsetting, just like a lot of other cases. Yeah. But I feel like the cupcake cases, we have to assign them to the truly horrific stuff or else we won't fit in our clothes. But that's what I'm concerned, that our level of horrific yes. keeps on moving. Yeah, that's right. So the more you're exposed, the more desensitized you get to the murders, you know? It's not right, but it's kind of like how it is. But what I will say, I mean, like a general rule of thumb... I guess could be anything involving children. Yes. So then I guess today is a cupcakeable case. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. But now that we have this established for the future, we will bring a cupcake. We have cake here. You're doing your pound cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the frosting is the one that soothes me better. Yeah, but you don't have frosting. Especially cake from here. the cupcake shop. This week, Suzanne and I are super excited because we got colored letters for our little boy. Yes! <laughs> it has made all the difference. Not only that, we got emojis and we also have our little setup for Halloween going. It's not the final thing. Our Halloween setup is going to be a little bit more spookies. We're trying to consider what we're going to make Bonnie come as. We thought we had I think costumes. we do have it. No? I know. I feel like we purchased something. Yes. I just can't remember where we put it and what it was. So now we have to think of a plan B. So... <laughs> This is, I'm just going to go ahead and out it on the podcast because I feel like if I put it out here in the streets, then it might be real. This is going to get the lid that... Susanna. Susanna is now TikTok manager. We have a TikTok. With no TikTok She will be posting the ticks and the tucks for your viewing pleasure. Not me. I am doing a lot of the other things. And to be honest, Susanna is very animated and very good at marketing. And she has great ideas. So I think she would be the ideal person for being TikTok manager. So look out for us on TikTok. All the youths. The youths. Them. All you. You know the people who just All start the to vote them. All the, yeah, look out for we, okay? Yes. Yeah. I feel like, like I was trying to tell you, I think Facebook is more of an older crowd now. Listen, I feel so old every time you said that because my go-to is Facebook. Really? Yeah. I barely touch Facebook. I only what? use Facebook just for criminally clueless. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I never post anything on Facebook ah! ever. That's where my memes go. 
You're serious? <laughs> yes. You are a tanty. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, don't be offended by that if you're a younger person and you enjoy Facebook. I just feel, in general, younger people tend to migrate to what's popular. And so... Yeah, why but, not? At some point, Facebook was Facebook popular. was popular. So, and now... 15 years ago. Exactly. And now, it's been a long time and the new popular things, not even <laughs> so much Instagram, but Instagram and TikTok... I think TikTok is more popular amongst young people than Instagram. And so, you know, we had to go where the people at. So now we have a TikTok and Susanna is the TikTok manager. So look out for her on TikTok. Oh, and the next exciting thing that has happened this week. I don't know. Maybe it's a slow news week, but we're pretty pleased about it is... Drum roll. That's it. Drum roll. You old. It's like a truck. Your ethnic dictionary, which is what we're calling it. Y-E-D. Is now available on our website. Exactly. Go and check it out. If you not confuse, unlike other people that are not having not check it out. Don't even talk to me. We'll be putting terms from me and Susanna on there. Me? Just a disclaimer. You know, with these ethnic terms, they do get watered down over time. Logically speaking, and we really shouldn't have to say this, but I do know it will always have one Bamsi who will be, oh Bamsi, that's a new one. It's mm-hmm. bottom. <laughs> but we always say Bumsy. Do we? Mm-hmm. Have to add I it got Bumsy from you. I have to add it to the dictionary. Mm. But the point is, there'll always be one Bumsy out there who'll be like, that's not what it means. It originated in Spain, oh. so blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. No, leave us alone. Whatever we say it is, is what it is, and that's how we're using it on the podcast. It is a dictionary for the podcast, not for your life, okay? So... But you can use it. Why yeah, not? Yeah. But no, what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, people be like, oh, no, when Spanish settlers came to so and so they brought this word and it was originally this and and blah 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 and I just don't blah, blah, blah. I just don't have let the patience I don't have the patience let them come I don't have the patience girl. people are really hyped up about the case we did about the um the, the <laughs> teacher the teacher what's her name no 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 not even Mary Kate Letourneau uh-huh. that case did get a lot of feedback yes but people seem to be really interested in the Kevin Bacon case oh and the bacon mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I don't want to say anything bad about him because obviously you know he's passed but people can't ah, let to, him no no know, no let's man stop has passed this. the victim passed oh okay <laughs> jeez he just gets so hyped up no the victim has passed <laughs> and so I don't Should think it's right the out. <laughs> exactly I don't think it's right but people just can't seem to let the bacon cannibal joke pass them by. It's too it's, hard to know. I understand. A, they don't mean they don't mean bad. Oh, they mean well. Yeah. 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 It's an unfortunate coincidence. Listen, would you change your name to anything? Like if you have a name that it makes you I don't know, weird. I okay. do have a name, it's weird. Chanel's not a common name. But it's not bacon or pancakes. I think I said on an episode before my mother spelled my name S H A U N instead of S E A N because she felt like if it was S E A N E L L E people would pronounce it senile. <laughs> she didn't like it. That's a good thing. <laughs> so That's she thinking. So she spelled it like senile this on Bali. purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted a different first name, but now I know somebody with the name and I don't like them. And so Tell it me. kind of ruined the name. Which name? name? I'm going to delete this. What? I'm going to delete it. Why? Because the person listens. They don't know that I don't like them. Yeah. They don't know I don't like them. Why don't they know that you like them? Well, I mean, you know, you have cordial. You have to, you know, be cordial. Those are acquaintance. Yeah, she's an acquaintance. That's a, that's <laughs> ah, a good, you yeah. say a good word. Ah, English. She, English. 
English and my bitch. Ah. She having too much black tea over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's an acquaintance. Okay. And she's a friend of a friend. So I'll just say the name to you and then we just move on. You know what? If you want, y'all could guess in the comments what's the name I liked. It's a very mainstream name. And if anybody in the comments guesses it, what am I going to do? What is something that you've wanted me to do that I don't do? And don't be crazy. <laughs> oh my. I'm very nervous about this. <laughs> We're going to have guacamole here. Oh my God. <laughs> guacamole? Mm-hmm. You have to have three <gasps> okay. whole bites. For the people who don't know me, I hate guacamole. I hate avocados. I can't stand them. I it's... think that they have no taste. Vegetarians come for her. <laughs> <laughs> they have no taste and then they're just mushy. Okay, Susanna, if anybody and i'm still not gonna confirm what the name is uh but I don't if, even know. if any i'll tell you if uh-huh. anybody in the comments confirms the name mm-hmm. i shall have guacamole yes yes not I plenty like yeah just tasting it i said three 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 three, three scoops yes oh good okay one thank you and a half <laughs> fine <laughs> the name is and there's no love lost between us she ruined the brand <laughs> you imagine Karen changing her name after discovering what happened when she was four years old, three years old. I we don't know how long the Karen wave is gonna, you know, go. Mm. Like what if what if they discontinued the name Karen because of what <laughs> I don't know. Else. And uh, you know, I've been reading a book and the girl's name is Tuesday. In Trinidad, we say Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, so whenever I read it, I read like Tuesday. <laughs> like, like, who want to name the child Tuesday? But it's not Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I like the name Wednesday. What the hell? What do you mean? What? When is your birthday on a Wednesday? At Wednesdays. We go. Let's go to Wednesday's house. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with Wednesday as a name? In terms know. of the weekdays, I think it's the most. It's the longest name, one. First name weekday. Can do. I can't see Monday? somebody name me name Monday. Why not? Monday's a horrible day. Why? It's just the day. Because it's the first day of the week. And here, the first day of the week is Sunday. Who's decided? These peoples. Who peoples? Canadians. What's the first day of the people? Wayne, Sunday, Wayne. Monday, Tuesday, no. Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday. Is this a song? Yes. Okay. Sunday, Monday, okay, all right, Tuesday, right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay. People weighing in the comments. Does the week start on a Sunday or start on a Monday? But eh, depending on where you are, because if you're in Trinidad, your first day of the week is Monday. On to a different topic, since now we seem to can't agree on what day the first day of the week it's is. It's Sunday. It's Monday. It's Sunday. Tis Monday. Whatever. Sunday. The other hot topic of our life is Susanna dyed her hair purple. It's you should purple. be able to see it in it's our Instagram purple. video. It's the purple. But Susanna dyed her hair purple, and I think it looks great. I think it really suits you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't look like an old lady. No, it's not old lady purple. Like, there is an old lady purple. Let's be there real. There is? Yeah. You know when they dye their hair <laughs> and then they use that blue shampoo or purple shampoo or whatever. It gets I like this purple, purple tinge. But that's because you have blonde hair. Yeah. So, I think when when older, peop- older people have the grays, they use the purple shampoo and then sometimes it, they have it, like a purple it tinge. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not purple tinge. It's I'm a happy. nice purple. Because it's I'm kind happy. of like a cotton candy... It's got like a cotton candy. Yeah, it's like a cotton candy, pinkish purple. But I find it looks nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
Mm-hmm. I love All you, right. Sarah. Funny. Um, she had a doctor's appointment today. She had her anal glands expressed every time you said that <laughs> word. Something crunches. <laughs> like I don't. I'm not really sure. I could just Google it and see what no. it involves. But I imagine some kind of juicing. Because <laughs> the word expressed is used. <laughs> I know somebody who's really into like pooping. And I feel like he could probably benefit from my expression of his <laughs> Like he would enjoy it if they offered it for people. Oh my. Yeah. I know they do like colonic. Would you ever do a colonic? I don't know what that is. That's when they stick the tube up your bum see and they like no. clean out your colon. No. I think I would. Because you know, I've had like all the scans. <laughs> and I just, I just feel oh, like really? this is like, you know, I think like that's Star the Trek. next level of. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final frontier. <laughs> like you're just going. I just want to know what's going on in there. It's unexplored Jesus. territory. Listen, just, let it be. Let it be. That's one way only. <laughs> one way. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I just feel. That might be the ultimate clean like imagine right you are eating clean drinking water exercising but your colon full of gunk are you really clean but i'm not that clean either so i'm, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating that clean and i didn't no, no no oh my gosh either way no thank you i i feel like that's probably something i would do but you say no no you would never do it no but i wouldn't mind the cleaning right that's the colonic so what do you no, think the cleaning what do you mean? They, you you want to get your anal glands expressed? Be, not, the, uh, <laughs> when, back home, when you were having a baby, back 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 in the days, mm-hmm. because, because you poop when you're having your baby, right? Hey, that's real? It is real. Things are coming out of there. You're pushing your life away. I think I would just go mad from embarrassment. Mm, Chanel, you have so much pain. There is a there is a person exiting the smallest hole that God gave you. <laughs> you think you're concerning yourself about what's coming out of you? You need that human out of you and you push it with your life. I just feel like there's steps to take to stop you from pooping My on the table. My point is, what the fuck? Yeah, like, listen, don't they listen, give you like an enema or whatever? Why, why, exactly, that's what they do back home because the nurses and the doctors don't like to deal with the things. So right. you're in pain mm-hmm. and then you get stabbed in the bud uh, to get the poops out. Get the, get the water going and it's like a pipe going oh. <laughs> like a pie so imagine trying to poop when you're having contractions it's disgusting i find this so fascinating because i think you're not thinking about that obviously i don't know i have no children natural what the hell okay i just all the disgusting things that are happening your hoo-ha expanded all the way to here so it's as big as the pop filter you're trying it is as big as the pop filter (laughs) so what are you gonna see behind it no uh, it's. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Just what? So be grateful, your fucking mothers, because uh, listen, I'm gonna say something as nasty as it can be. You don't get finger as much as in your life as you do the day of you going in labor. It's like like Christmas. Let's come and care. <laughs> Let's see how many. Hey, that's a good. Let's stop the hand. Let me go all the way to the elbow. No. <laughs> It's like everybody, let me see how many sentiments I'm like, this come is, on. If you want to mention something. This is traumatizing. <laughs> Vanessa, 
this grandchild thing may not work out for you. <laughs> <laughs> just, and if you have anybody to blame, blame Susanna. Because yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pooping on a table. <laughs> you don't it's have too much. to. It's just the mental is just too much. Listen, Chanel. It's just too much, Susanna. Listen, I can't think about it. The prudest of the prudest. There's poop on the table. No, no, no. The prudest of the prudest. Yeah. That pain, it's so unexplicable. <laughs> unexplainable or inexplicable. Which well, one? It's the two. Either. Unexplicable. <laughs> you don't know how to describe uh, the fucking pain. Right. There's something in your brain that breaks. What do you do for your relationship after your person sees you poop? Do, do what not. What do you do? <laughs> what do you How okay. That's fucking natural. Kim Kardashian poops. Yes, she does Exactly. Poop. But what does, what does that have to do with pooping on the table? What's the f- problem? You're pushing, Chanel. It's it's not that it's a problem it's not that it's a problem it's It's natural it's this let them be natural it's this susanna it's this this? you have a person the two of you are obviously physically attracted to each other because all they make a whole baby right Mm. how do you come back from you don't look the person poop on the table you know the kelly ripper describe it as uh looking at the club with the lights on looking at the club yeah when you're at the club at night you say oh this is so nice ah. right. and then during the day when they turn up the lights, you're like, like mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> so i love that i love that <laughs> all right all right all right we've gone off topic susan i want to hear a story oh my god where are we okay mexico mexico mío, mexico 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 lindo Wait, not querido your, not your motherland you're from venezuela no. all right Me- the motherland for somebody. Some people. For the Mexican. Mexico. For the Mexicans. This is a sad story. Of course. Do you tell um, uplifting stories? You have not told a single uplifting fucking story here yet. <laughs> I at least <laughs> have the decency to tell funny stories. All your stories are depressing <laughs> as hell. So I'm not surprised. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Chanel. Uh-huh. Okay. These are two friends. One guy's name is Jorge Mercado. And the other one is Javier Arredondo. I actually really love the name Javier. Javier is a mm-hmm. cute name. Javier is a nice name. You know why? I think of um, Gloria's ex-husband all the time. Yes. <laughs> 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 all right, go ahead. Okay. They were best friends. Besties. Let me give you a little bit of background story. Jorge was athletic. He signed up for gymnastics since he was little and he got all the way, not to the Olympics, but enough to win trophies and medals. Javier was more of a social guy. Both of them were engineers and both of them were very driven to their studies. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be a part of building the hybrid cars. Like Tesla. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to be a part of that because they were so good in their studies. They did get a scholarship, but mm. not through sports. Both of them get a scholarship to mm-hmm. do a master's degree in Monterrey. Okay. It's called Monterrey, Tec- California. Tecnológico de Monterrey. In Monterrey, Mexico. I didn't know it had a Monterrey, Mexico. The hell? What do you mean the hell? You, I know don't you know Cancun. geography? I know Cancun. How about Guadalajara? Guadalajara. Guadalajara. <laughs> I know Guadalajara. I know, I know, I know there's a place, um, no, there's a place Chihuahua because of the case. Chihuahua, the, the, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, now you know about Monterrey. All right. Mm-hmm. They want to finish the master's degree in science with a specialty? Specialty. 
in manufacturing systems. And that was Jorge. And Javier wanted a doctorate in engineering science. They're smart, smart. They're smart, smart. Okay. All right. right? Mm-hmm. So they managed to move to Monterey mm-hmm. and start studying at what we're going to call right now the tech. The tech. Like yeah. All right. A little bit of political background because, of course, Mexico and politics and drugs and shit. This is another name that you're going to remember from our Maricela case. The president of Mexico was Felipe Calderón. Yes, yes. huevo. Can I leave that in? I yes. know what you just said. <laughs> Are we going to get in trouble? Is that dickhead? Yeah. Teach me dickhead. What's how you say? Cabeza. Cabeza. De. De. Huevo. De huevo. Mm-hmm. Cabeza de huevo. We put in it in the dictionary. Dickhead. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at that time, do you know, he, he came in with the promises of, well, we're going to deal with the cartel. And he was driving the people to support the military mm-hmm. because the military was there to help out with the cartel. Yes. Although the military was bought by the cartel as well. Thank you very much. Okay. Hold on into that. Okay, sure. Sorry to say this, but it's usual at this time for Monterey to have these type of confrontations between the military and the, the cartels. The cartel. Also, I, I I assume this, but I didn't hear it firsthand because they claim their territories, mm. right? So every time another cartel will come, for instance, the territory close to the tech, it was claimed by the Setas, mm. another name from the other case, mm-hmm. the Setas drug cartel. And then another cartel, which I don't remember the name, came in. And every time that transition was happening, confrontation. Well, yeah, because they're fighting for the territory. For their territory. Yeah. So it's a blood war in the street. It's a blood war in the street. Another detail about the tech is that most of its students mm-hmm. are foreign students. That means more money. Right, because they can charge them yes. foreign rates. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that means more money. So on March 18, 2010, it's not a different day. Another fucking confrontation happens. Mm-hmm. How they always started? The military received an anonymous call mm-hmm. telling them where two women were kidnapped and missing. They identified it and they give them the location for those women. So the military went like, Okay, we're getting them. We got the women. They got them out. So when they tried to get the people that kidnapped the woman, the woman, they escaped. The girls or the people? No, the peoples. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And it became a car chase. But this is heavy military, like three trucks full of military going at it. Right? Because they're trying to catch the people. Exactly. Who kidnapped the woman. Exactly. Okay. At one point, the truck where these people escaped mm-hmm. bank into one side of the highway. And they stop and they start the confrontation. The confrontation lasted from 30 to 45 minutes. The chase. In the area. No, no, no. They stopped and, and now it's shooting. Fire. Shooting. Fire all over the place. Oh, wait, wait. As you said, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> all over the place. Now, this place happens to be i'm gonna call it a corner of the tech where the shootouts happening yeah at the beginning they were like by a mountain and they're like chasing 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 Mm -hmm. chasing highway boom right so they're by the tech fire into everything that's moved this is very close to midnight Mm -hmm. on march 18th 2010, mm-hmm. there was this guy from the TV, uh, this reporter, mm-hmm. he got a phone call. Oh, this is happening. Go ahead and cover the story, right? Mm-hmm. So he was close to the area when everything was happening. So he couldn't be like a 
witness witness because they have to like go to the floor while the they were fighting yeah they were, but he there to report on whatever happened there, at the end right right hang on to that all right let's see where this going again upset the fire stopped <laughs> remember our two boys are very driven to finish their school on time yes. like you, they want to get out they want to start making money they yeah. want to start living their life yes that means long hours mm-hmm. that means studying late sta- yes doing all the things doing all the things mm-hmm. also because they had their scholarship they were getting money and there was a benchmark they have to Inter- uh, uh, keep their grades at certain yes. level okay yes mm-hmm. which yeah. is understandable yeah, yeah, yeah. for every scholarship yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so the fire stopped military like don't let anybody in and then out of the sudden okay you can come in to the reporter okay so wait firing stopped fire 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 and then they stopped uh-huh then. and then they said to the reporter who was down on the ground who because, was not witnessing because he was taking shelter yeah you can come report on this now yeah because he was like okay everything is done can i can i okay can i do my All job right. now mm-hmm. they say yeah we're ready all right mm. what did they say the first version from the military was they explained the confrontation from the beginning that we were trying to rescue these two women mm-hmm. everything became a car chase we mm-hmm. stopped here and we managed to kill two heavily armed or armed to the teeth Mm-mm. young men no yes no I call bullshit exactly. I see where this is going on I already call bullshit yeah we can never visit Mexico you know they ain't gonna let us in <laughs> 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 Oh, I should know. Oh my god. Okay. Meanwhile, everything is in the news. Right. Because remember, at that specific time, the government was trying to portray that oh, we're fighting the drug cartel. Yes, yes, they're so on top of it. They want to broadcast everything that it can be broadcasted, yes, right? Yes, yes. Who that is... makes them look like they're in a good light. Exactly. Right. Families of the boys are watching mm-hmm. because okay there's a confrontation there is it's close to, to the, the to the school fuck I'm watching yes but neither of them think much of it because it's around midnight right. you know it's closer to the next day yeah 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 right so they're like oh it's fine they're probably home in yeah. the bed one of these statements from the Nuevo Leon State's Attorney General's office All I wanted right. to get that right okay <laughs> Jesus Christ alright got it got it was that the two deceased were not students. They're like the gang members and mm-hmm. they're trashing them. Like they're, they came out of a truck and we got them when they were coming out of the truck and they give those descriptions that they're coming from the truck yeah. that came that down. That they were in the chase. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So after this statement, the families were like, okay, they know the thing. They actually have covered pictures with uh, of the bodies with weapons and all the weapons that they military collected off of them off of them mm-hmm. what bullshit next day comes around jorge and javier are nowhere to be found mm. they're like where are they where are they where are they they start looking for them and one of the boys i don't remember which one live close to the heck mm-hmm. and then the mom from the other side of the country not I don't know how far it is. She said, hey, can you, do you mind checking? Because if they study late, they will stay over at either place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to study, which is still normal normal. for students. Yeah. You want to be as close as possible. Exactly. So she said, we're going to go and check on them. Mm -hmm. They check on the apartment of the other guy and they're not there. Right. Not there. Fuck. 
Where are they? They go to the authorities and they said, listen, my kids are missing. They said, we cannot find them. We are calling them and they're not answering their phones. We went to the apartment. They're not there. The cars are there, but they're not there. And the authorities were like, okay, it's still too soon. They tried to say, show me the bodies for these people because... The two boys. The yeah. Two, the two armed... Or if there person. was any arrest yes, during maybe. the fire, because they were thinking, what if they confused them with other people and they just got into the... Uh, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, while they're firing gun, maybe they thought... Oh, the, this crowd was involved and they the, just pick they up take people. Take everybody. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. then they ask the question, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Exactly. So mm-hmm. they were trying to see. And they said, no, no, no. Remember, we just caught heavily armed gang members. Mm-hmm. That happened on a Thursday. Friday morning, the tech office members, whatever, mm-hmm. they went on public on the news and said, hey, don't worry. Yes, this happened last night. Yes, it was very close. And fire guns, the, the holes were inside of the... So bullets were in the building. In the building. Bullet holes. Mm-hmm. Yes, bullet holes were in the building. They just caught gun members and none of their community, students, workers, teachers were um, armed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're back on business. Friday, mm-hmm. classes as usual. No Nothing is happening. Nothing, Nothing going is on. happening. Nothing is happening. This family, when they went to the authorities, the authorities said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We are not going to disclose anything. And at this point, they're not going to lawyer up because you know you're looking. Mm-hmm. So you don't suspect anything mm-hmm. yet. Later in the day, they go to the college and they start talking to the college members. They talked to two people. One of the guys' name is Bustani. So they said, these boys, they're your students. They haven't been seen since whatever time. We've been looking for them. And they're not responding that this is not usual for them. This Mm -hmm. is not normal. And they said, no, don't worry. I assure you, they just got Bustami. Bustami. Mm -hmm. Bustami went on to say, which class did they attend? Mm Mm-hmm. In the past tense, the sister of one of the guys went like, what? They, they did or they do. Mm-hmm. She caught on yeah. right away so and saying, she like, called him Which on. classes are they taking? He yeah. said, which classes did they take? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, lots of money coming from a good name. What good name? The reputation of the college. They need the students. If you hear that they don't care for their community, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you going to send your kids there and give them your money? Oh, so you're saying they want the good, they want, they get the lots good of reputation. money from having a yeah. good name. Yeah. Okay. They keep on saying, no, don't worry, they're probably going to come back. A, a lot of students start partying on Thursday and they come out on Monday mm-hmm. and the mothers were like, fuck no, mm-hmm. we're not going to fucking wait till Monday. We're going there. Mm-hmm. We go in there. At this point, these family members from Monterey, they were like, let's go back to the building. The apartment they were checking, Mm -hmm. let's go back to the building. They went back to the building and the building people was nice enough to show them the footage Mm -hmm. of the boys coming out of the building, right? No guns, normal as usual, everything. Not armed, ready for assault. No, 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 no. They were not hiding under a hoodie. No, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. Ready for their day as mm-hmm. normal. On the 20th, mm-hmm. family is making their way into Monterey, mom mm-hmm. and dads. Mm-hmm. And family at Monterey, they were like, we're going to call the lawyer because we need to find who's in custody. So the lawyer said, let's go to the authorities. We need to see what's there. Yeah. We need to see who's there. We need to see. We need to go to the morgue. Mm. And the authorities keep on saying, they're just gang members. Nobody will come for them. Huh. The lawyer was like, eh. We need to go. We need to go. 
they go and said, we cannot show you the bodies. Why? Because they needed a, a, a thing. Like a warrant. Yes. Mm. However, and this is not going to make sense because if you're not going to show me the body, what were you going to show me? The computer pictures. That don't make any sense. Exactly. But it's a Latin American... Logic. <laughs> justice logic, right? Okay. So they said, let me show you the computer. They were the boys. Of course. Jorge and Javier. And how old are they again? Like 20? Yes, 23. Mm. 23, 24. Mm. Remember at this point, they keep on asking the college, the tech, hey, are you sure these are not your kids? These mm. are not... Like, how come nobody got armed? Don't you have, like, people working in there? So much heavy confrontation for so long. Mm -hmm. Remember, this is not like a pew pew. No, mm -hmm. this is like 45 minutes of going shooting. on. Yeah. Like, but how was... heavily armed would you be to do a 45 minutes confrontation? I don't know. Yeah. Not even in the movies. No, but I mean, like, who was shooting back? Now, obviously, it's the people who ran away from kidnapping the two girls. Yes. But... They were just shooting wildly, just like out in the streets. Whatever they move. Huh. All right. Whatever moves. They shoot them. They did. Once the parents arrive, they discover it's our boys. Yeah, they see the pictures. The first thing they said was, fuck the college new. Yeah, of course, because the college was the ones who was like, mm -hmm. oh no, they're fine. They probably. Yeah. They're get, they get their ass there and they're like, why do you keep on saying you knew, you knew that there were your students and you just decided to keep going as if it was nobody that died. And those gang members. Yes. Mm -hmm. And keep an, um, how do you say this? When you talk bad about a person. Like, Defamation of character. You, uh -huh. Mm -hmm. These people, they have a scholarship. They were well known mm -hmm. there because of their marks and well known back home because they they're good to, students. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They said, I want you to go on a statement and tell them that there are not gun members mm -hmm. and why not. Obviously, the college was like, ah, I'm sorry. Mm. We made a mistake. We just found out. Bullshit. That rattled up the other students because mm -hmm. they said, first and foremost, how come knowing that this happened here, you open the next day as if there was nothing? There is no um, evidence that they knew mm -hmm. right away. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget about Bustani saying, which classes were they taking? You know, which class did they used to they take? They used like to take, like day. in past. Like Bustani said like, as a teacher, right? That, that, no, it was an administrative. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. So they knew, they knew. Even though it's not confirmed, the guy was stupid enough to talk to them as if they were not there, which he knew. So they decided to not say shit to keep their reputation going. Because remember, lots of money. Mm. After they discover all these things, more people start coming forward with their statements. Mm -hmm. Eyewitnesses. Uh-huh. One of them is a guy that was hiding by the security room by the gate with the security mm -hmm. guard. The security guard said, oh, they shoot another student. Oh, shit. That's another. how you know they already knew they killed somebody yeah, from their community. Yeah, but they another student. How yeah. many other students died? They're The one of the teachers confirmed that actually Jorge and Javier were at the school and they tend to do that and they went out mm 
to get dinner. So with the security camera, they saw the last time they saw Jorge alive was five minutes to one o'clock in the morning. And then one minute later, you will see Javier coming. You know, they will be on the cameras. And then everything goes quiet. And then you see lights. The lights of the guns. For the guns. Mm -hmm. And then a person dragging the body Hmm. to where they were positioned. Hmm. Three minutes later, the soldiers, they were caught by the cameras. So according to the ballistic expert, I was a gun specialist. Ah, Mm -hmm. So they said, Jorge received six shots. Shit. Two of which were fired at very short distance. So close range. Mm -hmm. So they came up to him and shot him. Javier received seven and both of them, they were hit. They hit their bodies and they staged them. Mm Mm-hmm. And they put guns, like, and all the things that apparently they had. So they had. picked up them and putting they the guns took, on the camera. And you know what they took? No, but did they get, pick up getting no. guns? Oh. But you know how they discover this? Because the investigation people, they said when somebody is hit by a gun, that many times you're lying on a puddle of blood. Blood. But they move. They, had they the were puddle. dragged. Uh, you see the drag marks. Mm-hmm. Mm. But so uh, what did they take? They took their student stuff. So apparently the only thing they were holding... Was just the guns. Was the gun. At this point, I think they just realized the wonderful, wonderful military. They said, oh shit, we killed the wrong guys. What is best to do? Admit that we made a mistake or... I just why did, they think, why did they think nobody would come for them? They, the they government think that students could just disappear and they not say anything. Like nobody oh, would say well, anything. You know what well. I mean? If it was two students with no family to speak of, police shoot the boys, right? Mm-hmm. They go on to the officials at the school because we all know that the officials knew from the beginning. Maybe yeah. they were even given money to stay quiet, right? Mm. You go on to the school. School say, all right, let me check the records. Of course, whenever you enroll at school, they ask you to put down your next of kin or who to contact in the case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. If your school now administration gone to check this and see that you have no in case of emergency contacts, or maybe you have no family and you on your own. I could see them trying to pull this off because nobody probably will come for you to yep. say, hey, so-and-so miss it. Yep. But it would have taken a simple look of the student records to see that they had parents, cousins, sister, Yeah, but remember, brother, this aunt. is the middle of the night. They didn't have a chance to check. Yeah, but, but then you know sense, when they sense did? is what I'm trying to You're say. You're asking for sense for these motherfuckers that they're like bought by everybody? Sense. That's mm-hmm. my confusion. Yeah. And they, they knew what they were doing, Chanel, because they took their, their student credentials. They mm-hmm. took them away. So apparently, uh, the reports, mm-hmm. all they had on with them were the guns. You know what? Maybe they were hoping right? to do like a quick burial or cremation of the bodies. So that even if somebody were to pop up and say, hey, so-and-so Those missing, are my kids, yeah. Yeah, they can't be like, no, uh-huh. let me show you who it is. Yeah, but they mm. didn't count on the fact that the camera cut Jorge and Javier walking towards the exit when all that is happening. Yeah, because they, they weren't trying to be involved is what you're saying. Exactly. And that was caught so on we're camera. Walking, they're walking and they see what they're holding. 
It's not guns. It's like their bags and all. Right? Mm. Two security cameras caught them. There's no fucking way that you're so tall that you can put on your side and hide a whole long ass gun. So at this point, the parents are like, stop saying that my kids were gun members. Exactly. A damn lie. You lie. They're already like killed. Later on, in 2010, Mm -hmm. one army soldier was in prison. So they lock him up. For what? Uh Uh-huh. Under military jurisdiction. Is he the fall guy? Blaming him for everything. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. And then it was exonerated. I'm going to say, look, we find somebody. Just to show this is your justice. Yes. Then you put it. But we're gonna. But but they're gonna put it on their jail, not the regular jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their jail, the military jail. So he sits in pretty. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't actually do anything. Yeah. And then it's not our fault if he get off because Mm -hmm. these judges are the ones who found him innocent or exonerated. So whoopsies. Yeah. So. Families start saying, you give me my people. I want my justice. I want my justice. I want my justice. We all know how that goes. Yes. And then two years after the family keeps on saying, I want my justice. I want my justice. I want my justice. And one guy from the tech on March 15, 2012, he started a movement to bring justice to Jorge and Javier. Okay. They're making protests. They've put together Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. You know, we all. Mm-hmm. And we like on Facebook. <laughs> Point is that, again, the Mexican justice has come through to do nothing. So they're protesting, protesting, bringing the thing to the media. Six years later, hmm. the case went to a civil jurisdiction. Six soldiers were indicted. Three of them are detained without sentence. We all know how that goes. What right? I mean, so they let them go home? What does detained without sentence mean? They, they, have, they haven't gone to trial. So they're just holding them. Yes, they're just... They're yeah. at camp. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Two of them deserted. They're gone. They're gone. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, Susanna, why do you do this? And one of them is missing. Of course. Nobody knows. And because I don't know the names, of my money is on the guy that what they hold back in 2010. Maybe he said, yeah, I'll talk. And be like, okay, you're gone. In 2018, <laughs> a documentary. I stories like this every fucking time. It's going to be such a assault of the senses Mm. it's just like it have there's the recipe for the mexican crimes right yes wildness yes unfairness media media plenty plenty of media no justice this is it that's it Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my god Okay, back in 2018, mm. Alberto Arnut. I, I don't know how to explain, I don't how to pronounce the... I heard astronaut. No. So he did a documentary, he called it Hasta los Dientes. Hence the name of our Which is arm to the teeth. Arm mm-hmm. to the teeth. Mm-hmm. It was showing at 400 cheaters back in September 2018. Mm-hmm. To bring light to the case of Jorge and Javier. Of course, March 19, 2019, the Secretary of the Interior of Mexico apologized. For what? To their families. For what? I'm going to quote the apology and I, that's how I close my case. I offer you a public apology for the damage to the image, honor, and good reputation of Jorge and Javier, derived from the false accusation by various authorities of the Mexican state, and for the alteration of the scene of the events. 
Of course, well, they are being honest. Now, uh -huh. I want to say clearly and bluntly. Jorge Antonio Mercado Alonso and Javier Francisco Arredondo Verdugo were students of excellence and the technological of Monterrey, not hitmen. Do you <laughs> fucking think that you're going to say, oh, I'm sorry, you haven't got any justice. But now that there is a whole documentary and they still to this day trying to fucking clean the motherfucking technological name. I didn't follow that. However, you I can all. tell that you're very, very mad. As am I. You should. I just, I get in, like, we only 11 episodes in and I already <laughs> fed up, you know. I'm just, <laughs> we just, Susanna, I want a break from a case where I, it involves people protesting for justice, okay? Let, give me a case where we have outright justice. We, you know what? Come with a case of vigilante justice. Let's do that. What's a case of vigilante justice? It's, it's probably the story I will do about you one day, which is <laughs> what? <where laughs> fuck? <laughs> a vigilante is basically somebody who is like, take matters into their own hands. That's oh, why man. I said I'll probably report on you one day because Susanna is definitely a candidate for vigilante you know just oh, vigilante. I have a question for you. What's that? What is the line between being a Karen and being a vigilante. I was at the park. I took my Who kids. Did you complain about <laughs> fucking Karen? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It had a child being too happy near you. No. You went and you called the police. No. Did you did it have a child blowing bubbles in your face? You were mad. No. He's mad. No. <laughs> no, no. I'm minding my own business. Of course. Mm -hmm. Playing with my kids. Uh -huh. Looking to see if I can't embarrass them anyway. Right. So a car pulls over mm -hmm. and then these two young men mm -hmm. come out of it. Mm -hmm. I didn't think much of it. I mm -hmm. honestly thought they were a couple and they okay. were going to take a walk through the park. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. Next thing you know, marijuana smell. Mm. Is this a park for everybody or is this a park that clearly have a playground? It has a playground. Are you on the playground? I was on the playground. Okay, keep going. So mm -hmm. I said, well, you're walking because if you're standing there, I'm going to come to you and be like, really? Do you need to do this here? Mm -hmm. But they pass by. Mm -hmm. so they, pa gone. they pass by. But this is how I felt. You're smoking. Yes. With both of them were smoking with. Who's going to fucking drive back? You coming from somewhere, right? And if you're high, you cannot react well to the streets. Yes. To the traffic. Yes. That's when I start feeling iffy. Mm. Because I did check in and it's like, is it the marijuana? Mm -hmm. No, because they just, I mean, I smelled it. I saw it. Mm -hmm. I saw both of them sharing the thing because they were close enough, but, but they didn't stand by the park. They were walking and they, they were, were far. So it's not the issue of them being close with the, the weed. Because they didn't stay close. They didn't stay close. It was just the issue that you thought about what would What's happen half Exactly. I went into mommy mode and I wanted to be like, why don't you just give me your keys and come back? I don't know. Like I wanted to try to Google. <laughs> How long does the high stay? Because it was early enough to be like, you know what? Why don't you go and have some something? Come, come back. I'll, come, I'll keep your car. You I know, because think. I'm not saying I'm not trying to be. I'm not saying. Susanna, I, I don't I think that that is being a Karen because you were you were definitely not just trying to like report them just to ruin their life. No, you know, that was our motto from last week. Don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. <sighs> Me. <laughs> but that's the part know, that makes me feel the thing is is that i think you need to assess how was the right word here how imminent the danger is yes. and scale it to the crime because you call the police on 
two young men who maybe they had plans to spend the rest of the evening yeah. walking. Maybe they were right and they were on a date. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had plans to walk around before they got back in the car. Mm-hmm. Maybe shake off that high. Maybe the weed that they were smoking wasn't even high-grade weed to get them like super high. Yeah. It had too many factors but, listen, before you pick up the phone and say, hey, policeman, come and arrest these boys. <laughs> okay. Do we need to say anything more about your case? The case was depressing as fuck, by the way. <laughs> you ready? Why? We're a psychopath, you know, you know that. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about such a sad case and then poom poom fat poom poom slim. I thought you would enjoy that. Trim. Trim. Uh-huh. I just introduced Susanna to poom poom conquer and it's her new favorite song. fat. Slim, pump, pump, bushy, and pump, pump, trim, pump, pump, black, pump, pump, brown, pump, pump, heavy, than a hundred pounds. Hey! The payers don't learn it that fast. Right. Um, I want to start off by saying my case don't have any injustice. Actually, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Listen, l- listen to that. Let me know if you think the people get justice because I find the end a little iffy, to be honest. And people might have subjective views about what happens at the end. You ready? I feel like other people must have coined this name already. I feel kind of clever with Dr. Revenge. I also feel good about the word possessions. Did you see it on the... Possessions. Possessions. It's when you've been possessed by pussy. Well, I was trying to explain. Possession. Yeah, possession. (laughs) Possession is the new term that I think I've coined. I put it on the website. (laughs) And uh, because remember, we were talking about a wheat and the cocoa and the sweat rice. And I was trying to explain it to people without having to give them those harsh terms. I was like, we also discuss possessions. Possessions? We think about possessions. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we knew word, possessions. But let's do the verbs. So he's possessed. Possessed. Or she is possessed. Possessed, yeah. Yeah. I'm possessing. Uh, I'm possessing Brian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you know you have a man wrap around your finger, he is possessed. Or he just got a with the cocoa. Or she's possessed. You know, whatever. Okay. Dr. William Hunter was a prominent doctor and director in the Department of Pathology at Creighton University, Omaha. I'm calling it Creighton. C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And by all accounts, due to his budding career, he had a happy family. He was living the dream, basically. Mm -hmm. You would you would assume so from the outside looking in, you know, minding people business. If you're Mako and you see a man who's the director of a program at and he's a medical doctor, he have a family. He have a nice house, you know? A nice house where he have his kids and he have a cleaning lady, like he doing good. Yeah. But on March 13, 2008, he was having the worst day of his life mm-hmm. what happened to him on this day he would discover the bodies of his 11 year old son i con you know yes thomas hunter and that of the family housekeeper shirley Sherman, in their home both thomas and shirley were stabbed in the neck mm. near the carotid artery and some reports say that the weapons of choice were left lodged in their bodies so when he found them they stabbed to death knife sticking out of their necks Mm. nothing he could do for them remember he's a doctor mm-hmm. later on he would say in testimony he knew they were dead I mean he's a doctor he's like yeah. based upon the large amount of blood based upon you know different no, things no, he knew no, 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 no. how is this better than my case 
well, at least my case not just fucking around flagrant, like, oh, we don't have an ending, just, you know, hold this apology. We have an ending, the Mexican injustice. Hold the apo- apology is not an ending. Don't fucking apologize. That's not like, an that's ending. Not justice. No, it's yeah. an injustice. Carry anyway, on. <laughs> nobody can make sense of it. It seemed to have no motive. Like, mm-hmm. why the hell somebody would break into our house to kill an 11-year-old and the, and the lady. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, it had no motive. It wasn't even a, a robbery gone wrong because nothing seem to be missing mm-hmm. they had no money missing no jewelry missing it just seemed like they come in kill these people and go on it have a lot to say for sometimes when the commission of a crime people just panic so maybe they did go there to do a robbery or whatever and they're like fuck fuck mm-hmm. we kill this people, and they go on you know what i mean yeah. possible residents in the neighborhood said that they saw a male with dark olive or olive skin me i hate that when they're like you know when you read a romance he's like oh he's tall and dark but when you look on the cover it's a white man <laughs> <laughs> just like so i just i don't know what y'all mean when all they say dark i expected a black man <laughs> okay the fuck is my black man <laughs> exactly you know you're reading oh he tall dark and handsome but it's a white man with a slight tan a slight tan <laughs> and i'll just be confused right <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the romance with the black men on the cover. They have romances with the black men on the cover. <laughs> how did I get? Here? Because they they make the description. Yeah, uh, description yeah. They say how the, the man. man. <laughs> they say how the man was dark or had olive skin. Yeah. I was like, get this your could fucking story. <laughs> Maybe when they do the report, they show them the um like a spectrum. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But my point is, they gave this description. I didn't like it because I was like, that could be anybody. It could be that fucking could Santa be Claus. Any- Yes. Yeah. And he was wearing a gray suit and a mm-hmm. white shirt carrying a briefcase or a satchel. These are not the same. These are not the same. The briefcase <laughs> or a satchel. satchel. Yes. <laughs> Chanel, were you given the description <laughs> and that, that's the twist in here? I did not get the description <laughs> here. He walked up to the door of the home. So some articles allege that the mystery man was led into the home and then sometime later he drove off. Oh my. And what we don't know, I don't know. I didn't get that information. I think a site did have it and maybe I forgot to jot it down. Sorry people. But despite the sighting, the homicide detectives say they didn't have any leads. Well, I guess they have no leads on who the dark olive man in the suit who ran away with the briefcase satchel could have been. Irregardless, as the trainees would say. Irregardless. At some point, they also postulated that maybe Thomas was targeted by like an online person. Mm-hmm. They came and attacked them because it was so random. They sort of even looked into who he was playing video games with and what video games he was Thomas playing. Thomas is the little boy. Is mm-hmm. the boy. Mm-hmm. And maybe he had somebody who had it out for him and yeah. they came and, you know? Yeah. Uh, they kind of dropped that as a theory because it wasn't going anywhere. And then uh, this super smart FBI agent say, mm-hmm. you know what? This is a random attack by a transient serial killer. So it's not enough that we have serial killers, but we have mobile serial killers. So apparently you have some serial killers who just like to hop around, you know, we over here, we in Kansas, we in Nebraska, we in wherever. Blah, blah. Let me take a drive, kill some people, go back. Right? <laughs> That's what so, the FBI uh, say. Mm, uh-huh. Random. Random. Make your peace with it. You will never find out what's going on. You will likely never find out what's going on here. It's random. We can't answer. We figure it's just somebody who can't kill people because they like it. <clears throat> is this actually confirmed to be a thing? Or they're what, just... Transient is serial this, killers? This is just a, a way of them to just say, oh, it's just random. Transient serial killers are a thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Some people are crime of opportunity people. Like, you might mm-hmm. have been the kind of person who... You dreamt about 
raping and murdering people, but you never got the chance. But then one day you taking a walk down the street and somebody left their window open because their AC broken and they look in and they see a young girl and they're like, there's my chance. Yeah. You know? So you never know. Anyway, that meant no answers. The the whole claim that it was a transient because it, this is that kind of thing is a long term situation. A name, yeah. yeah, it's like we put in a band in on it, mm-hmm. we put in a we put in a pin in it. Mm-hmm. We don't know what is going on. Okay. So no answers for the Hunter or Sherman families. And at this point, they were basically just accepting that the murders might never be solved. Five years would pass. Oh my. Five whole years before the murders would be re-examined. And why were they re-examined? On May 14, 2013, the bodies of recently retired Dr. Roger Brumbach and his wife Mary were found by piano movers. You see, the Brumbachs were in the middle of packing up their life in Omaha, same place, mm-hmm. in favor of Virginia. That's where they was going to retire. Now, yeah. I don't know what in Virginia, maybe the children, maybe a retirement home, maybe a house they buy, yeah. their business, they're planning to go to Virginia. But they never made it. Instead, the piano people came across their bodies when they pushed open the door. They were found, guess what? Stabbed to death. In their neck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So police immediately found similarities in the Brumbach murder Mm -hmm. and the murder from five years before at Mm -hmm. the Hunter home. So similar to Thomas and Shirley, both of the Brumbachs were found stabbed in the neck with Dr. Brumbach being stabbed six times and Mary being stabbed in excess of 20 times. To the authorities, this couldn't be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. However, in the case of Dr. Brumbach, he was also shot three times. And the clip to a 9mm pistol was Mm -hmm. found inside the home. So the position of the wounds Mm -hmm. was of considerable interest to the detectives because the wounds were concentrated in one location. Because they have a pattern right side of the neck. So according to Detective Derek Moyes, I think it's Moyes, M-O-I-S, all these wounds told us whoever did this was looking for this geographic spot. They're looking for this sweet spot to kill these people. So someone knows anatomy. That's what this told us. So with this in mind, it didn't take long for the police to think of a suspect. The doctor. Which doctor? The first doctor. Dr. Hunter? The pathologist. Mm -mm. But another doctor though. Dr. Anthony Garcia. So not much is known about Dr. Anthony Garcia's background. Mm -hmm. But what is known was provided by his defense attorney and therefore should be taken with a grain of salt, as it may or may not be factual, but rather an attempt to establish mitigating circumstances Mm -hmm. for his crime and his behavior. You know, you want to establish, well, he liked this because this happened. Fuck them. So, yes, but we don't know if it's true. So I'm still going to give you the little background. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give you a little background. So based upon his defense attorney findings, Mm -hmm. Dr. Anthony Garcia from Walnut, California, always struggled to measure up to his parents' expectations. So his parents were Estelle, a nurse, and Frederick, a postal worker. And they often referred to him as their future brain surgeon. No pressure. So there's no doubt that Anthony felt the need to make sure he followed by the path etched out for him. I mean... I'm just going to segue here to tell you all about my own pathway to not being a doctor. (laughs) When I was younger, I was obsessed with being a doctor on General Hospital. Of course. I used to watch all of them daytime Mm -hmm. dramas with my grandmother, Mm -hmm. right? So General Hospital, Young and Restless, uh, Days of Our Lives, (laughs) right? This was our regular day. Essay time around in school. They're like, oh, Chanel, write what you want to be. I said, I want to be a doctor in General Hospital. Again, nice little A or 100% or whatever, my little Mm -hmm. essay. Took it home and I think my auntie Leslie or somebody read it. Oh, she's Chanel, so she want to be a doctor. I didn't. (laughs) But I I guess they didn't understand the term. Actress. Actress. <laughs> yes. 
on General Hospital. I think they assume I wanted to be a doctor at the General Hospital. (laughs) What I wanted was to be a doctor on On General (laughs) Hospital. (laughs) So I was like, fuck. Okay, I'm good at science. And I just kind of kept doing science. But you know what? I wasn't good at maths. (laughs) So I ended up not getting into med school. I ended up still doing sciences in Mm -hmm. college. And I continued to do sciences into grad school and whatnot. But I mean, there is a pressure there, you know, in Trinidad in particular. Yeah, in Trinidad in particular, if you're not a doctor, lawyer, or engineer, and your family don't have a successful business, people will be watching you like, what are you really doing in school? You know what I mean? So I get it. I get it. To be fair. It have mm-hmm. no problem with parents wanting their children to excel. Yeah. Really. But there is a case for being realistic about those expectations. I mean, you could dream big, don't stifle their children's dreams, but don't try to turn a flower into, you know, gold. The issue with Anthony is that he was an average, at best, a B student. He was just an average student. Present. Yeah, exactly. I'm a you know, straight up Stephen, proud C+. Stephen loves to say, <laughs> C's get degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and so me, I have seen my fair share of the lower letters in the alphabet. <laughs> so, me, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to, to tear down nobody about being a B student. But B's are not doctor material yeah. most of the time, right? Yeah. So, but they were pushing, pushing. So, despite this, his parents continued to invest in his dream. They would often, like, drive him all the way to whatever exam they want him to take. And his brother said Anthony actually never wanted to be a doctor. And then in one of Anthony's journals, he documents that he wanted to be a mathematician. So, despite his mediocre grade, they insist he going to be a doctor. Anthony was eventually accepted to the Utah Medical School. And it's alleged he was accepted on the basis of his ethnicity. Because, you know, they have a quota of people to take in. It's the truth. Is it true? Now that's unfortunate because there are a lot of deserving minority people who don't get the chance. That's number one. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't think it's right to give somebody a spot if they do not have the competency to be a doctor because a doctor is not like a random job. Mm-hmm. He's going to be putting his hands on in around people's bodies. You want to let him know Making what he's doing. Making decisions. Right. We can't knock his intelligence though because even though he may have been accepted to the university to meet their entry requirements for the year or whatever... Yep. he still ended up completing his course which means that he at least had the intelligence to do that so mm-hmm. you know he's still a doctor you can't knock if he is intelligent parents must be happy parents were happy after completing his education he entered a residency program at St. Elizabeth Family Practice in Albany New York mm-hmm. and this is where the shit start to hit the fan. so his residency was terminated because Anthony yelled at a radiology technician and apparently he was documented as having a lot of unprofessional behavior okay including leaving an autopsy person or autopsy subject face down to the point where the body became disfigured. The person's dead. So if you leave the person face down, all their face is getting smushed. He also prank called another resident while he was taking an exam to kind of fuck with him so that he wouldn't do well. Like he was prank calling him when he was supposed to be focusing. Yeah. And I guess all of these people made complaints Mm -hmm. about him and the program when they let him go said this left serious doubt as to his ability to successfully practice medicine because he's trying to cut down other doctors and he obviously have no respect for the dead. So why the fuck did they report him into the doctor association? Well, I mean, they, they... 
if you get dismissed from a residency program, you ain't practicing nowhere. So, okay. you know, it's like, they think, okay, we let him go. He probably will have to either go back to school mm-hmm. or try to get into a different program. And that's exactly what he did. So despite this horrible blemish on his record, Creighton University Medical School in Omaha, Nebraska, mm. which is where our story is set, okay. decided to take him on. So he get released from the Albany residency. New he York? get picked up by Omaha. Uh-huh. Why did Omaha take him? I don't know. Could have been a quota thing. Could have been like, okay, he made some mistakes, but let's give him a chance. We don't know. So they took him on and he was accepted to a residency program or residency position in Mm -hmm. the pathology department. Okay. Anthony only lasted a year in this residency. He was dismissed due to, quote, unprofessional conduct towards a fellow resident and the resident's wife. What did he do? I don't know. Did he call the wife? Did he try to hit on the wife? What was yeah. he? I don't know. I don't know what he did. I said, I put a note here saying, couldn't find much more on this before the recording, which is right now. But if I do find anything about what happened with him and the resident and the wife, I will link it. So when these allegations of unprofessional behavior emerged, both Dr. Brumbach and Dr. Hunter approved his dismissal from the program. No! Dr. Hunter would go on to describe Anthony as the worst resident ever. But I think that was in testimony, possibly not in writing, but it was said at some point. Once again, Anthony's history didn't seem to hinder his professional trajectory. So he get dismissed from two residency programs. And then he continued. He keep getting accepted into new places. The fuck? In 2003, he was accepted into the University of Illinois Residency Program. Okay. Now remember, these murders started in 2008. So keep in mind the timeline. I didn't tell you the when he joined the residencies mm-hmm. from before, but now we've reached 2003. Mm-hmm. So in 2003, he was accepted into the University of Illinois Chicago Residency Program. Mm-hmm. But he kept taking absences. Like he said, he had migraine pain. And he would once again be released from that program due to his lack of professional so I don't know what happened beyond him constantly taking leave, but they let him go. Yeah. In 2007, he was given residency in psychiatry mm-hmm. at Louisiana State University, Shreveport. But in 2008, he was not only fired, but they rejected his request to practice medicine. The state rejected him. So he wants to practice medicine, but he can't. It turns out he was fired due to unflattering letters received from Dr. Brumbach and Dr. Hunter. Because, you know, they go on to like, well, tell us check. more about mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. It's a reference check at this point. On top of that, his application to practice medicine was denied because he didn't mention that he was terminated from, from the previous the other residency yeah. at Creighton University. So they decide he lied. Like, hey, it's mm-hmm. omission. You lied. So now Anthony feeling some type of way like these people just fucking up my whole future. Poor you me. Know? Exactly. He a victim now. He right? is a victim. Right? He needs to prove to his parents they, that he's a good doctor. Right. So he a victim now. Apparently, mm-hmm. you know, these people writing the truth but it's still not flattering mm-hmm. so he pissed about that and now he can't practice How medicine in Illinois yeah. because he happened to not tell the whole truth nothing but the truth on his application yeah. it's not his fault it's not his fault so it would be this year in 2008 mm-hmm. that he murdered his first two victims seemingly due to his belief that the assessments given by Dr. Brumbach and Dr. Hunter yeah. were killing his chance at professional success <sighs> So he mad man. So in 2012, he reapplied this time for an Indiana medical license. Mm-hmm. And he said in his application, 
quote, I feel my actions do not rise to the level of denial of my medical licensure application. I have been aggrieved and adversely affected by not being able to work as a physician in the state of Indiana. During his time in Indiana, now I don't know if they approved his application uh-huh. or if it was being processed, but in his time in Indiana, he started frequenting strip clubs. In fact, he was so popular at the strip club that the DJ will call him out by name <laughs> when he entered and would say, let's welcome Dr. Tony to the club. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently wanted everybody to know he was a doctor. So with all of this in mind, the police laser focused on Anthony because they were like, he have a lot to to gain from Mm -hmm. trying to get back at these people. And what they found was a treasure trove of circumstantial evidence. So they can't literally place him at the scene, but they have a bunch of shit that tells them he was probably the person who who did it. Did it. You know? Including, but not limited to, credit card and cell phone records placing him in Omaha at the time of the murders. Okay. Remember, he elsewhere Mm because when he left Omaha he went to Illinois Mm -hmm. what he doing back in Omaha one receipt even showed that he ate chicken wings (laughs) within two hours of killing the (laughs) Brambachs apparently murdering is a hungry job yeah right so there was evidence that he attempted to attack another Creighton Medical School facility uh, member on the same day as the Brumbachs. Like, earlier that day. Okay. But when he pushed into her door, the alarm went off and it scared him. So he ran away. You can imagine being that woman. Like, you find out in court proceedings that you were the one he was trying to kill. And then afterwards, when he got scared and he ran out, he used his phone to search the Brumbachs address. Mm -hmm. And then he just went over there and killed them instead. He's like, oh shit, okay, it didn't work out. Okay, next time. Yeah, let me go down the street kill this next mm-hmm. person instead i would be i don't know how i would feel like to know that you are the person hit list and then you know like just a random thing like the alarm going off was enough to scare him and it spare your life unsurprisingly with all of that little information you know the fa- and it's circumstantial obviously yeah. They, they don't have him on camera. No, but the, mm. They don't have anything. They just know he pissed off that they write these things about him. Okay. He pissed off that he not getting a chance to be him, the doctor he want to be. Remember, the people in the strip club know him as Dr. Tony. <laughs> eh? He want to be Dr. Tony again. Okay. And so he have all of this. Plus the cell phone records. It was enough in their opinion to have a case saying, let us arrest this man because and we feel he what? did this shit. So on July 18, 2013, with circumstantial evidence mounting, he mm-hmm. was arrested and charged with four counts of first degree murder with the court seeking the death penalty. Actually, when they catch him, he was driving drunk in Illinois and he had a 45 caliber gun in his car. Oh my. <laughs> so who knows where he was heading to, to do, who knows, right? Okay. I don't know if he have a conceal and carry permit, because you know those things are a thing in the States yeah. where you can carry your own gun. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but they lock his ass up. In December of 2013, Anthony filed a wrongful arrest lawsuit from, <laughs> yes, from his Nebraska's jail <laughs> cell. <laughs> and in the suit, okay. he asked for $20 million in damages. 20? Yeah. Okay. But in February of 2014, that case was dismissed. They were like, get the fuck out of here. With yeah. You. Look, we don't even know if you kill these people, just shut up. Have a seat. Have several seats. <laughs> During his trial, because of course it went to trial, Anthony often appeared defiant. Like he ain't answering your questions. He not talking to you. Yeah. He not acknowledging you. No. He just did. So he would attend court looking very messy. Now, you know how when people have a court date, the lawyers just be like, pull your shit together. You know, we want the, the people, the mm-hmm. jury to see you as 
somebody who could be contributing to society. Yes. So unfortunately, you're you're, you're trying to make a case that you're not the one that they're looking for. Exactly. But he's not doing that. Even though you can be messy and a good person, we ain't trying to say having fancy things and looking put together mean you're a good person. Have plenty shitty people who put together. But oh gosh, if you're coming to court, you had to impress the judge. Like, Mm -hmm. do the most. Mm -hmm. Me, I was doing everything. Hair done, makeup done, give me an outfit if it was possible for me to get makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, he didn't. He just come in there looking like if he just wake up and it was like you fucking wasting my time Mm -hmm. so that didn't help his case he would often not look up from the table he seemed unfazed like he didn't care that this was even happening zoned out and two days after his lawsuit was dismissed remember the lawsuit where he asked for 20 Mm -hmm. million dollars he was ordered to face psychiatric evaluation because they're like this ain't normal can't be normal let's just make sure we crossing all our t's dotting all our i's in fact, his defense team was like, send him for a psychiatric evaluation before you proceed with this. Because of course. Come and check him. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, he told the judge he didn't trust his lawyers. Right? <laughs> just, I don't know if the judge basically said, too bad. But he told <laughs> What? And the only reason we could laugh is because the state psychiatrist said... He testified that Anthony was mentally competent to stand trial. So oh. on that basis is why I'm laughing because I would never laugh at somebody who was not mentally altogether. However, we've determined from the assessment that you are he altogether. Was. And we have to remember this man is a doctor who did a residency in psychiatry. Three times. No, no, no. I know that's the last one. That's the last one. Yeah. And he did a residence in psychiatry. So this is something I kept in my mind when I thought about this. Because he probably fucking know how to fake it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can't let go of that. You cannot let go of that. Like, oh, what do you do when somebody who is a professional commits the crime? They could totally get away with it because they probably know exactly how to behave. But remember, remember the thing that I, I, I sent you the other day. They said that the actual actions will come out of eventually. Yeah, something like that. Like you can, you can. Yeah, yeah. He can't fake, fake it forever. It. You yeah, cannot yeah, yeah. fake it until yeah. you make it. Like yeah, at some point, Susanna, your true I mean, self will come out. Think about it. If you in prison, the minute them doors lock on you by yourself, you could go back to being normal. And then when the doors open, unless there are cameras in there and they're watching it. But okay, at trial. One of the dancers that he was spitting with, he was in love with, he had a little crush on from the club. You mm-hmm. Remember the club that's hailing out, Dr. Yeah, Tony? the DJ. Her name was Cecilia Hoffman. And okay. she said that he kept trying to initiate a date with her. Okay. So, you know, he wanted to ask her out. I mean, he obviously don't get, he can't read the room that this is where she working <laughs> and she ain't really trying to, she just want him money. No. He decided he's going to try to go out with her. Exactly. So in 20, around 2012, 2013, so late 2012, early 2013, uh-huh. he started asking her out. So she tried to be like, no, you know, you're not really my type. You know, uh, trying to let him down. Yeah. And decided Feel to say client. to him yep. that she was more into bad boys. Well, as a response to this, Dr. Tony Tone decided to reply and say, I actually killed people before. It was an old woman and a young boy. Mm-hmm. Because now he's trying to impress this. Yeah, the he's dancer. bragging. He's, he's bragging, bragging, of he, course. I a bad boy. Bad I'm boy. a doctor, but I'm also a, a bad, bad boy. boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So of course we think he's talking about poor Thomas. And, of course, you know, uh, Shirley. So it would also come out that a search of his home revealed the box for a nine millimeter weapon. I remember Doctor Brumbach and his wife. Well, Doctor Brumbach was the only one who was shot. Mm-hmm. He got shot with a nine millimeter. When they found the box, they were able to trace it, figure out that he purchased this 
9mm months before the brown back killings, which means he didn't snap. He didn't fucking snap. No. He went and he buyed the gun. Blind. Yeah. Months in advance. Mm-hmm. And then they found like a magazine and the magazine f- would have fit with the gun from the scene. Wow. Like it would have fit. I don't know if they ever were able to recover the gun mm-hmm. and put it together. But I guess based upon the model or whatnot, they were able to deduce that that magazine would fit into the gun that he had yeah. the box for. Well, so the defense straight up say they want the murder cases to be separated. They don't want them to be both the 2008 no. murder and the 2013 no. murder. And the judge was like, fuck you, we ain't doing that, right? First of all, there's taxpayer money. And second of all, of course, they're related. They can't treat them like separate incidents. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, that would increase his chances of not doing the most time or getting the death penalty. Okay. Because maybe one jury will find him innocent in one case and one jury wouldn't find him innocent. Tell he- me that he got killed. Oh gosh, well, the defense also put their own witness on the stand who seemed to find the prosecution allegation that the stab wounds in the neck were attributed to some sort of medical precision laughable. They were like, that fucking funny. That you think getting stabbed in the neck is really that, that's not precision murder, you know? They went on to say, quote, a knife wound to the neck is so common, it's not even funny. It's definitely not distinct or unique. But despite the defense's attempt at creating reasonable doubt yeah in october 2016 anthony was found guilty of four counts of first yes. degree yes yes so and his pot- death penalty wait yes Fuck. we get in there so his potential death sentence actually caused quite the controversy because nebraska wasn't really known for going through with the execution mm-hmm. um prior to the execution of a guy named carrie dean moore in 2021 mm-hmm. um he actually had shot two cab drivers, and okay. I guess, I don't know his case, don't know his case, but he got executed this year. The last execution was like 20 years ago. But in the end, on September 14th, 2018, he was sentenced to death, and he slept through the whole proceeding. Fuck. Had a whole nap. The hell? He ain't care. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So I have a notice, is he <clears throat> medicated? Is he unbothered? Is this mental illness? Because he was wheeled into the courthouse. Now, why the wheels? I don't know. Mm. I don't know why he was, like, wheeled in. Maybe he refused to get up when he was in the prison. Like, did they give him medication? I'm like, why would they medicate him if the state found him psychologically competent? Okay. And if they did medicate him. That's Mm -hmm. number one. Number two, if they didn't medicate him, he's a fucking fantastic actor. Yeah. Like if you see, you would see pictures completely slumped. Like when I put the links, completely slumped yeah. in the wheelchair, non-responsive. But maybe, maybe not engaging. Anybody. Maybe like the brain trying not to like admit. He tried to protect himself. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's possible. I don't know. I mean, it's a big fall from grace for somebody who is really caught up in the whole idea mm-hmm. of being a doctor. Anyway, it's worth noting, though, that one article claimed that back in 2003, so I think was the year he was trying to get into either Indiana or Illinois. Okay. And then the letter from Dr. Brumbach and Dr. Hunter is what kind of mm-hmm. like squished it. That back in 2003, Anthony met with a therapist and mentioned that he wasn't able to make the voices in his head stop. <sighs> So how come the... The state found him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the question is, once again, because he has done a residency in psychiatry, mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't believable. You, you don't mm-hmm. know, right? His parents also couldn't believe how bad he looked in court when he would come in for his court case because they were always in attendance with his dad even saying that they didn't pressure him to choose medicine and that if he wanted to do something else, it would have been fine and that they always supported Anthony. What do you think of Dr. Revenge? 
I first of all, the question of if he did it, I actually really do think he did it. I think he did it yeah. because they found the cell Everything phone records. Everything just it's, it's too coincidental. Circumsta- yeah. yeah, it's still circumstantial. They don't have him on video camera entering the home. They don't have his DNA evidence. They don't have any of that. But it is like you said too much of a coincidence and i do think that he did it and he does seem very self-important and very caught up in his image as a doctor yeah to have taken it lightly to lose that but that's the thing oh poor me because i've been pushed to do something i don't want you pursue it like four times exactly yeah yeah right no but also but he's caught up in and you know i think we can both agree if you're from the west indies or maybe from a more ethnic and i'm not saying that it doesn't count for people who are caucasian Mm -hmm. but you have to admit for us taking care of your parents honoring your parents impressing your parents living up to your parents expectations almost never goes away you know what i mean you kind of always carry it and so if he was from more of a, a ethnic background it's one of those things where my parents want me to be a doctor and they will not be satisfied and maybe maybe his parents actually didn't put as much pressure on him as he put on himself because you don't know what happened back in the day yeah maybe when he showed some sort of like interest in medicine the parents were like oh that's great and he, he probably took it all the way to the next yeah. side like oh i need to do this or he could just be one of those people who are not comfortable with failing, failing or maybe just the parents out. are assholes and they're like well, we were p- not trying to, you know. Parents say that they didn't try to force him into nothing. Mm-hmm. Why did you kill these innocent people who don't know don't shit? Don't kill anybody. Be accountable. Take accountability for your shit. No, Susanna. Ta- be accountable for your shit. And they keep ruining his life. Don't they check the doctors? I don't know the process, but the fuck. Well, you remember you write that letter saying how, oh, I don't feel like if my actions warrant me not being able to... I can also write that letter and be like, I don't feel that all the pound cake that I've eaten today should go all the way to my ass. This is a real... This is a speech that you need to give. I don't think that the snacks I eat warrant my ass size. There you go. Yeah. When I thought about the case, up until the end, when I read the thing about how way back in twenty in 2003, he said X, Y, because he did that stint in residency, you don't know if he was trying to set up an alibi for himself. You know what I mean? You just don't know. Like... I I think I don't think I would have thought about that possibility if it was just like a regular person, but somebody who has a background knowledge to to understand how psychiatric diagnosis works and how you know psychological diagnosis works. He might be able to be like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna kill those fuckers, and he might be so mad that he said this is like a long plan. Yeah, it's just that we never think of people committing to murder years in advance. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he might have been so burnt up about. It, so pissed off about it that because, he was just because like let fa- me lay the groundwork but that's the fact that's possible f- but that's the fact Chanel, it's easier to go ahead and kill everybody else than take fucking accountability that you're just being an ass yeah well you know there are a lot of campaigns that I think they have a lot of resources for like you said the men's I personally would like to start a campaign for period days off Yes. <laughs> I, you know, like while we at it, trying to get men to be accountable, I understand that a lot of women burn their bra and stress themselves out so I could have equal rights. And uh, that's cool and everything. But I really want a period day off. Like one, that's 12 days a year. That's the drop in the bucket. There you go. And that's if your period fall on a weekday. Just the first day. I'm just trying to get the first day off. The first day? The yeah. heavier is the second day? Yeah, one day a month is what I'm trying to say. Because okay. for some people it's different. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, let's but not... that means you need to disclose your cycle with your company. I can share it. <laughs> I'll put it. I'll, sh- I'll add you all to the and app then, right then now. And then twist the thing is like, oh, it's a week earlier. Just PMSing. Just not saying, just not laying the fact that we're assholes and we're not doing our job. Just PMSing. Yes. I don't care if you go ahead and accuse me of PMSing. That's fine by me. I'm happy to add you to my app right now if you tell me I'm going to get one day off in a month. Just so I can get my shit together. Just just so I can come to terms with the reality of being a woman. Just just once a month. Just give me this. And then I'll be back to you with your regularly scheduled bullshit. You know? Just give me... Just give me, give me a five. Give, give me a fucking five. Anyway, you know, I guess the takeaways from today's episode are... You know, the Mexicans don't really have a justice system, man. Sometimes people lie about being mentally unwell. And we don't know if this guy lied, but we f- we think he did. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah you agree with me? Yeah. I just get the feeling, I don't know, you know, this is all feeling. Once again, this is all opinionated. I could definitely be wrong. These but... are exactly, those are not facts. Yeah, we don't know to be, I mean, the, we definitely have no facts here. No. We, we rarely have a fact in this room, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just straight so... up. We keep telling y'all. No, it's not, it's not, fact, take us out. Tell them again. <laughs> we know nothing. So please go to the sources link on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be clueless. But that's not a crime. Good night.